Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi there. Today we're having a talk about interview questions, because a lot of interviewers have very tricky questions, which are very... Um, much designed to make the candidate be very uneasy and really that's not seeing the best possible person it's seeing the worst possible person and I'm not suggesting that you don't ask a few questions that put them on the spot obviously that is very desirable but there are certain questions that you do want to ask and there's different ways of asking things and so I thought I'd just run through a bunch of variety of in, of interview questions. And I think the first thing that I want to point out is that when you ask a question, it's very important for the interviewer to be very quiet and wait for the answer. The person sometimes has to think a little bit to give you the answer that they think is probably the one they think you want to hear, but that's just inevitable in an interview. But sometimes they do need to collect their thoughts and put it forward in in a way that shows poise and so on. So the hard thing is to be quiet and not get into a conversation where you keep interrupting them and you never let them actually fully answer their question. So having said all that, this is the first question that I've got on my list. It doesn't have to be the first one that you ask, but it should be near the front to get the dialogue going. And it's very simple. You just say, tell me about yourself. Tell me about yourself. And then be quiet. Don't ask any more questions. It's an open-ended question that often elicits more telling information than do specific ones. With this question, what a candidate chooses to emphasize can be very illuminating. Listen in particular for tip-offs that may clue you into the intangibles most important to you. If, for example, you want to know how important the person's paycheck is to him or her, pay attention to whether the candidate mentions working continuously, has pursued and received promotions, talks about the commitment to career, etc., etc. Another thing to watch out for is that they... Uh, mention things like, um, you know, they are on a little sabbatical from school for a couple of years, but they want to go back. Uh, we've had that happen in our own company <laughs> where we interviewed someone and uh, she has a degree in political science, but she was being hired for a marketing assistant position. And after a month or something like that, I was reading over her resume just to see what I didn't know because it was something odd. And I wasn't the one who did the hiring, so I had a look at the resume and and, um, saw that she had this master's, and I went, okay, in political science, why would you do all that training to go and work in marketing in a junior position? Didn't make sense to me. It might make sense to her. might be she hates political science after doing all that studying. But I asked her about it, and she said, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting for a grant to come through so I can do my Ph.D., And inside I went right on. I knew something was happening because she wasn't showing enough interest in learning the job. Not that she wasn't good at what she was doing. Actually, she was one of the best. But there was this lack of interest in uh, building on what she was learning. So when you ask them, tell me about yourself, you can get all sorts of information. And I like to ask that question. 
Here's another one. Why did you leave or are you thinking of leaving your last job or your current job? Job candidates who were recruited out of their last position or who left because they wanted challenges that their employers couldn't offer them, they are the most likely ones to stay at your place for the long term. So that's one aspect of why you're asking that question. Um, if they go into a big diatribe about how bad the company was or how bad their boss was or how cold the other staff were to him or her, this is a more clues that you want to pay attention to because it means that they are not, um, I mean, they're just likely to be the, you're the next candidate. <laughs> you're the next candidate for their diatribe when they go for their next interview and tarnish your reputation. Some other questions that you can ask are, can you work overtime? Can you work weekends? Can you work evenings? If these are agreed upon in advance, it doesn't violate the uh, new laws where you can't insist that they do some work after hours at home, like answering emails or phone calls and things like that. If you have over 25 staff, that rule is in place. If they're under 25 staff, you're, you're not concerned about that. However, you do want to know, some people have to dash home to pick up their kids from uh, daycare at a certain time, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so you definitely want to be aware of what their commitments are without asking them. <laughs> you can't actually say, um, you know, do you have kids? But do you have commitments where you have to be out of work, at, like leaving the office at a certain time? Um, here's another one. Are you able to travel? If that's important for the position, you have to ask that because you need to know. It is legal to ask if, if it requires travel for that position. And even if it's for continuing education purposes. But you can't ask, how does your spouse feel about your taking business trips? Or who will take care of the children when you are gone? Those are illegal questions. Another one that's really touchy but really important, have you ever been convicted of a crime? In healthcare practices, for instance, uh, the front desk often takes a lot of cash and, and checks and credit cards, and there are ways to abuse those things. And sometimes they've been um, charged with uh, wrongdoing, and they haven't been convicted. So you can't say, have you ever been charged with? You can only say, have you ever been convicted of, not have you been arrested or any anything, variation on that. And you want to know and you want to watch where their eyes go. If they get all shifty and nervous or start twitching or anything like that, um, you're going to have to check their references very carefully the last two places that they've worked and find out how long they were there and because they can lie on resumes <laughs> in case you didn't already know that. And you want to be sure and ask about do you, were they did they, you know, embezzle any money from the practice or the business, and because they may not have even been charged, they may not. That sometimes doctors and business owners don't want to mention this, um, don't want to bring it up to the staff member. They just want to get them out of there without any fight or argument. So they don't bring it up. They just let them go. And you can therefore check and ask. And if you don't ask, you won't find out. If you do ask and they don't tell you, well, at least you tried. Okay, because you don't want to be the next place where they're embezzling funds. 
Another question is, why have you decided to return to work? This is for somebody who's been off for a leave of absence. Sometimes it's because they've had kids and, you know, they're uh, coming back from mat leave or they stayed home an extra couple of years to make sure their kid was uh, safely in daycare without needing a mummy, <laughs> you know. So in asking this question, though, uh, you can get a good idea of how motivated and focused a candidate is. Sometimes they're living with their parents and they just didn't feel like going to work for a couple of years. They're just lazy. And that's good to find out before you hire them. Um, another question that um, we ask sometimes is, what do you consider the five essential qualities the person who fills this position must possess? Let's see if they can think on their feet. They're applying for a specific position and presumably they have already uh, gotten um, some flavor of what your company's about. Surely they've gone to the internet and checked out your website so they know something about you. If they haven't done that, by the way, it's very odd. We interviewed a guy last week and he came for his third interview and he still hadn't even looked at our website and we're going like, who is this guy? We're not interested, <laughs> so we didn't hire him. And he keeps phoning to find out why we didn't, you know? Here's another um, bunch of questions that you can ask, like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Do you require direction, like a lot of guidance? What bothers you most about other people? What are your short-term goals in life? What are your long-term goals? Do you think um, people should be helped? This is really good because some people don't believe help is possible and they'll say no. Okay, good. I don't want to hire that one. Um, what did you like most or least about your last job? What did you like most or least about your boss? Now watch out if they're bitching about things and complaining and whining about uh, where they worked before. This is where you want to run the other direction. Uh, what were your most major accomplishments at your job? Or in your job, what were you most proud of? That's a variation on that question. Um, of all the jobs you've had, which did you like the most or the least? Why? Hmm. And here's a good one. What is the most important thing that a manager should do? See what they think managers should do. Anyway, lot, lot, lot more questions that you can ask. A lot of variety. And it depends on the position you're hiring for. Maybe some of them are a little more like, how would you train a staff member if it's a manager? You know, that kind of thing. Some illegal questions that you're not allowed to ask in most countries and most provinces in Canada. Is, are you married? Do you have children? If yes, how old are they? Do you plan to have children? Are you pregnant? What does your spouse do for a living? How old are you? What is your race? What is your religion? What kinds of organizations or clubs do you belong to? Do you own or rent your own home? Believe it or not, it's illegal. And do you own an automobile? Now, that one um, is valid if it's required for the job. Anyway, we have a lot of material on hiring. Like, we do a lot of training um, and helping with our clients uh, to be able to do good interviews and to hire good candidates, not good, but great candidates, because you want a great team, an awesome team who are all working with you and for you to accomplish your goals for the practice and the overall mission statement of the practice, right? So having the right interview questions helps you uh, eliminate uh, the bad candidates and 
let the good ones shine. <laughs> so have fun with that. If you want more information on hiring, we have a lot of steps that you go through for hiring. That's just one of them to ask questions. So um, give me a shout if you would like more information or email me. And um, the information is at the end of the podcast. So good talking to you today. Give it a like if you liked it. Send it to your friends and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Thanks. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.